Hey, it's Jim Cerrone, The Perfect Host. This week on Disc Jockey News TV, we're going to talk about step one of the perfect host process. We're going to talk about why cocktail and dinner music are so important. And I have a moron marketing tip for you that's coming up next. Hey, it's Jim Cerrone, The Perfect Host Show on DJN TV. Today, coming to you live from what's called the Pan Am Pavilion in downtown Indianapolis. This used to be a giant hockey rink right next to the Indianapolis Convention Center. And instead, they've turned it into an event venue, and you can rent it out like they did tonight for a big corporate reception. I want to talk to you about The Perfect Host. Now, last week, we discussed how important it is to be the host of your events, don't think of yourself as just the DJ. Because when you think of yourself as the host of the whole event, then you think, act, and plan differently. I didn't used to plan very much for the weddings that I did. If I knew their first dance, I was lucky. But then I began to change about 15 years ago when I created this perfect host concept, which is really a tribute to my mom and dad, God rest their souls, who were the perfect hosts. We had dinner parties at our house all the time. And when we did that, my mom made sure that the food was perfect and everybody had their favorite drink. And my dad worked the room and remembered everybody's names. So as we go along, I'm going to share with you all the different steps I've created to be the perfect host at your events. And remember, that's just changing your mindset about why you're at an event. So think of yourself as the host and not just the DJ. Step one, show preparation. I was in radio for a long time. And one of the rules of radio was you prepped as much for each show as each hour you were on the air. So if you did a four hour shift, which was very common at the time, then you prepped for four hours before going in. So your show was really ready when you walked in the studio. Then you were free for things to change because you were very confident you had the show all mapped out. It's the same thing when you're hosting a party. If the timeline or agenda, I call it an entertainment agenda, are all planned out, then you can be flexible and you can change and move and adapt when curveballs get thrown, which we all know they do. So what does show prep start with? It starts with a template. And what I've done is created a wedding planner. I also have a corporate planner. But it's the usual steps that you go through in the usual order. Now you know that all of our clients are very big on personalization and customization. This is just a starting point. I used to have a one-page planner, and now the wedding planner that I use is nine pages, and it asks everything you can imagine. Randy Bartlett, if you'll let me name drop, the creator of the 1% Solution, says that you can never have too much information. Bill Herman of the Entertainment Experience says, always ask one more question so that you can find out the why behind something. There's a venue I played last week where they did their first dance while cocktail hour was happening. Why? Because that venue has a beautiful mezzanine so the guests can watch from above as the bride and groom do their first dance. It's a very unique way 
to do a very traditional thing. So I go through in great detail asking my clients and then another thing we're going to talk about is the importance of communication. But show prep is part one. That includes creating your playlist, checking the charts, calling and asking the venue about the load-in procedures, what equipment you need and don't need. Tonight, I don't need speakers. I'm plugged into a 1.21 gigawatt sound system. I, I have my sound system with me though, just in case, because I'm prepared. So show prep is part one of the perfect host, and we'll talk about a lot more detail as we move forward. Coming up next, we're gonna go into the music room and talk about the importance of cocktail and dinner music. Jim Cerrone, the perfect host show on DJN TV. Now we're in what I call the music room. We spend so much time talking about other things as DJs, and we don't talk very much about music, which is my favorite thing. Why are cocktail and dinner music so important? Every event, you should be creating the atmosphere. And today, the atmosphere is the pavilion at Pan Am Plaza. It's a bunch of conventioneers who are coming in for an evening reception. They've been in seminars all day long, and so I want to set the tone, and I spend a lot of time talking, doing show prep with the organizers, knowing the demographics of people that will be walking in. You should know your crowd before they walk through the doors. So I've got a playlist prepared that will create the perfect atmosphere. And at weddings, sometimes here in the Midwest, in Indianapolis, where I'm from, sometimes dancing is the shortest part of the night. So cocktail and dinner music are really essential to getting the guests in the right mood. Now, some people argue that smooth jazz is something you should play because it doesn't have vocals that make it difficult for people to hear. I don't think that's an issue. I think the problem is if the music is up too loud, then they can't hear. So cocktail and dinner music should be at just the perfect volume. That's one of the most important things. But it's a great way to showcase your clients' personalities and style. A lot of my clients like what I call indie music, or there's a format in radio called adult alternative album rock, AAA. It's a softer alternative music or indie music, but it fits in. It's groups like The Head and the Heart, The Lumineers, Jack Johnson, Ray LaMontagne. A lot of my clients really love that style of music. I also try to consider all generations that are going to be there. So if you're playing music for the bride and groom and her friends, then you also have to remember mom and dad. Mom and dad's generation at a lot of weddings are in the, the 1980s is when they really came into their own in music tastes. So Motown, 70s classic rock, softer classic rock, 80s music are all good places to look to choose great cocktail and dinner music. Then I change the tempo based on what's happening. So cocktail hour to me should be 
very fun and up-tempo, all happy songs, no breakup or sad songs, and very familiar music. Uh, we're different than DJs in clubs. Clubs are the places that you break music and you showcase your DJ skills and you dig through crates and you play stuff that no other DJs are playing. Most of the events that I play as a wedding DJ or a corporate DJ, you want to create a comfort level with music. Guests walk into a strange place they've never been before, they're dressed up like they usually aren't, and they're, they're uncomfortable. We create comfort by playing familiar, up-tempo, happy music that they know and they can sing along to as they're enjoying their drink. During dinner, it gets a little more romantic, and I don't know about you, but I've noticed that people seem to eat faster, and so I keep that romantic dinner music pretty short, maybe 20 minutes at the most, before I gradually bring the tempo back up again to a, a playlist I call Dinner's Almost Over, which is really fun up-tempo music you can sort of chair dance to. Why is cocktail and dinner music so important? Because you're building trust with the guests. You want the guests to know they're going to have a great time. So when you play something like Girls Like You, Maroon 5, during cocktail hour, the younger people in the room are going to go, huh, maybe this will be pretty cool. And when you're playing songs that the older guests recognize at the right volume, they're going to think, huh, maybe we'll stick around longer than we thought. So if you're building trust from the minute the guest walks in until the dance floor opens, they trust you and the dance floor will explode. It's a small change doing more work on cocktail and dinner music, but it will yield great results. Your Moron Marketing Tip is coming up next. I'm Jim Sorrell, the perfect host on DJN TV. DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. DJN TV, the perfect host show. I'm Jim Sorrell. Your Moron Marketing Tip this week. Are you a student of advertising? Do you look at billboards and watch TV commercials and analyze what were they going for? What was their audience? One of the most important things you can do today with all of your marketing, and that includes Facebook, social media, Instagram, all of those things, is be brief. In my seminar on how to speak bride, I talk about Harry Beckwith. Uh, Peter Mary talks about Harry Beckwith, a wonderful offer. The, uh, the Invisible Touch is one of his books. Selling the Invisible is another. He talks about how important it is to be fast and get faster. In all of our communication, our, our clients expect a fast response. I created a quote I call, be brief and get briefer. Because all of our time is so scattered, we scroll through Facebook and Instagram and, and we're doing 12 things at once. If you can speak more briefly, if you can include three amazing photos instead of 15 average ones, if you can make a video, highlights from your wedding or your corporate event or mitzvah, but that video is only 60 seconds of the best moments from that event, then your marketing will be more effective. Respect your client's time and know that you'll have more impact if you talk less. And so I'm gonna finish up. Next week, we'll talk about The Perfect Host, step two. I'll have more music tips for you in the music room and another Moron Marketing tip. That's it for this week's Perfect Host show. I'm Jim Cerrone on DJN TV.